This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I, I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. Speaking of the consistency in the quarterback position, there's something else that was in the paper I want to talk to you about. I'm looking forward to talking to our guy, Brad Biggs, on the Mullion Haw show about this because it stood out to me. He uh, obviously talks to a lot of people like everybody that covers the team. Obviously, he's not going to write something that hasn't been maybe suggested to him. But when it comes to J.J. McCarthy, uh, the quarterback of Michigan, who also plays for the head coach at Michigan, who I'm a big fan of, Jim Harbaugh. And I hope he ends up being in Chicago because then it'd be a lot different podcast. Um, (laughs) Not that there's anything wrong with this one, but boy, that would make things exciting. But I don't know. I don't know how I feel about JJ McCarthy being linked to the bears because I think a couple of things. Number one, I wouldn't recommend right now them passing. That would mean somehow for some reason, they don't have the number one overall pick, which it looks like they're likely to have maybe, if the Panthers continue to lose out, but we don't know if it's going to be the Panthers or Patriots perhaps, but if they have the number one overall pick, I think you can't, you're not going to take JJ McCarthy there. JJ McCarthy has been suggested anywhere from a late first to middle second to, to, to lower. And I just don't know about the scenarios, what that would mean. I mean, keeping Justin Fields and drafting JJ McCarthy, but this is what Biggsy writes. He says, quote, imagine if a local kid was drafted to be the savior for the local franchise. It's possible Bears fans who were glued to last Saturday's game to watch Ohio State wide receiver Marvin Harrison Jr. were watching the team's future quarterback, too. I don't think so. I mean, I'm just speaking for myself here. I love the fact that he threw that out there because it is a story that a lot of people would find irresistible. And five years ago, I might have as well. Like, oh, my gosh, I want to write this. J.J. McCarthy from Nazareth High School. J.J. McCarthy, local guy, Bears fan. That would be what a dynamic, a package deal. Jim Harbaugh, J.J. McCarthy. Dan, though, I don't know. I don't know if that is one of those scenarios that tells me that says and screams improvement and progress. I'm not quite sure. Jim Harbaugh part, I can get behind. J.J. McCarthy, I need to see more of. So a couple things to that. end. Number one, I think you're right. In regards to number one, I don't think you can make that move with the number one overall pick. And so what if you decide to trade the number one pick and you pick up draft capital and you pick up an early two from someone and you think, okay, well, at least at the very least, we can we can consider taking J.J. McCarthy uh, later and and making sure we get him later. But 
also stockpiling the roster with Marvin Harrison Jr. with your own pick if you're if you're picking high enough or one of these left tackles that everyone's high on and trying to trying to make hay with your roster. Um, the Harbaugh connection isn't insignificant either because if you have serious considerations of trying to lure Jim Harbaugh here and he tells you, look, like I, I really, really would love to continue working with this kid. And I, I know what it takes to succeed at the pro level. I've, I've seen it with my own eyes. I've worked with Andrew Luck. I worked magic in San Francisco with a couple different quarterbacking options. And, and, and so maybe this is the path. Well, then do you just have to do your homework on it? Right. If you're seriously considering Jim Harbaugh, which you have suggested, they need to be very yes, serious. I about. do. I do. I know. Maybe, then maybe you need to dig deeper into that file and see, yeah. okay, is there something here? But look like this is, this is the fun of this. And it's also the, the kind of annoyance of it because this world of possibility is just, it, it, it's unbelievable to think of all the different permutations and combinations the bears could go down. I think of the years where the bears didn't draft in the first round and you're left during this pre-draft process of trying to be, figure out like, who are they going to get at 40 or you like the year they took Cole Komet and Jalen Johnson at, at you know, Jalen was 50 and Cole wasn't that far ab- above that. And you're just, you're just waiting, you're waiting, waiting. Well, this year, like we could do, 25 consecutive days on things they should consider in the quarterback draft class and then followed up with 25 other things that they could simultaneously consider about the left tackles and the, the receivers and, and, the, and like the world of possibility is endless right now for the bears. And, and that's where it gets fascinating where it could get a little bit um, distracting. I think if you're Ryan Poles, because you're left to, to cast such a wide net and have such a, a, a wide view of, of what the possibilities are that you may spread yourself a little bit thin. I don't think that's going to happen with them. Um, but certainly like this is, this is something to keep your, 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 your fingers on the pulse of because JJ McCarthy is a name in league circles that people think, okay, like if you're not truly drawn to, to Williams and, and, and may, and you don't love, <laughs> Jaden Daniels and you know that couple other names on that. Well, maybe, maybe you do consider JJ McCarthy. I don't know. I, I'm with you. Like, I it doesn't it doesn't strike me as a move that would like resonate as this. Like, okay, nailed it on the reboot there. Um, but it's out there and it's circulating, and and now we got to figure out what's happening. I love the idea of JJ McCarthy in terms of you know, going to the podium every Wednesday. He could analyze games when he's not, you know, starting them. I think he's a terrific communicator and a great young man. I just don't know, as you say, if he's the answer to the reboot. Okay, there's a all so kinds last, of- last thing before you move off of that. If, if that was the only way you could get your guy, Jim, to, to, to take the head coaching job here, how much more would you consider it if it was the only way that, that old Jim wanted to be here? Hey everyone, this is Brett Boone. Would you know it? I've got a podcast going strong in our fourth year. Tune in as I sit down with my friends, some of the biggest names in sports, media, entertainment, for a lot of fun and in-depth conversations. As you know, baseball's been my life. It's been in the family for a long time, but it's a lot more than that here. It's sort of like taking a ride in a golf cart around a beautiful track. Join me every week for multiple episodes on the Brett Boone Podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. That's a great question, and I think my my initial answer would be that if for the, that two, were, year, for the two years that Jim will be here, <laughs> uh, that's clever. Uh, if, if that were conditional, I, I would pass on on, on Harbaugh. I, I think that as much as I love the idea of him being the coach, I do think that getting it right at the quarterback position is more important. And I think that 
to me, if you're prioritizing the head coach or the quarterback, it's got to be the quarterback because you've never quite gotten it right. And I do believe that, again, this is premature before the vetting and before all the combine stuff. I do believe that one of those two guys, and I think it's I think his name's Caleb Williams, probably is a bigger prize in this offseason than any coach you're going to hire. I may regret saying that, and I reserve the right to change my mind, but as I sit here today, posed with that unexpected either or, I do think that it's the quarterback over the head coach 10 out of 10 times. And and I get it, right? Like, I, I get it, and, and you know, you have to get that right at some point. And to, to the other point is you have to – uh, do so in a way where 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 you set up a launching pad. You know that that's the, really really important. That in this next stretch, whoever they decide to be the quarterback has to be surrounded in a way that that allows them to potentially hit that that launching pad that makes them them better. I'm going to read you one other quote real quick from from the story that you were just talking about uh, previously that I I picked up and and this was uh, from a, an anonymous league source talking about the Bears not just moving off of Justin Fields for any old restart, but moving off Justin Fields for the guy, the rookie in this class that they ultimately have the power to choose as the top player in the class. And this uh, source said, I'm not saying Fields is a bad quarterback, but I think there's enough evidence in now that he's not the guy. And if you have your chance to go grab a prospect who's been deemed the guy for two years and you decide not to go get him, you have to ask yourself serious questions about your direction. Not just about the direction, but about the potential regret factor. I think I, you know, I, I, you hear it all the time—the double-edged sword of the regret factor. What happens if they pivot off of Justin and he goes somewhere else and becomes Jared Goff 2.0 or some version of Geno Smith? Would you, would you be mad at yourself for for not giving him the opportunity to see it through? Well, I think it's the the the, the potential for regret is far greater, as we've talked about previously, of passing on somebody that's been labeled a generational talent for a long time. Uh, and 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 then seeing him become what everyone was forecasting him to be, and and then going, oh boy, no <laughs> doubt that, rela- that relates to the the, the Harbaugh uh, question you asked me too. Is that if you have a coach, whether it's Jim Harbaugh or anybody, that almost makes it conditional that he'll take the job, but they need to pursue the guy that he coached or the guy that he wants. I don't think that's probably the right coach. I think you do want to bring in somebody here that's accomplished and proven and has his own ways and believes is in is in his own decisions and leadership style, but I don't think you need to have somebody who's rigid enough to where it's either him or nobody, or you have to draft his quarterback for him to succeed. I think if you're the next head coach of the bears has to be pliable enough philosophically to say, all right, I'm here. We're going to win because I'm here and we're going to do it with, with the best talent that we can get in the draft. And I'm going to respect your decision-making ability as a general manager, my boss if it's Ryan Poles or my, our collaboration toward that, where it doesn't have to be just one guy. There's too much of that that goes on in sports where it has to be, you know, you think that it's a package deal or somebody thinks it can only win one way. I would hope that the next head coach of the Bears sees various options at the most important position and they see the obvious, if it's as obvious as it seems to be when it comes to Caleb Williams. And as you've said many times off the air, who needs Phil Snow when you've got Connor Stallions? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> That's right. I've said it many times. Who's Phil Snow again? I really, I told you, I don't think he exists. I think Phil Snow is a figment in our imagination until I've actually heard something from him. I don't think he's on the Bears payroll. I think it's some sort of, they're paying somebody else. It's AI. It. It's like the guys writing for SI these days, right? He's just Phil an AI Snow, creation. Yeah. Phil Snow is SI's new columnist also. <laughs> he's, he's a creation.